This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to the Idea City Podcast. For more information or to watch talks online, go to ideacity.ca or check out the Idea City channel on YouTube. Hello, and welcome to Idea City on the Air. By the end of the next half hour, you'll be inspired and enlightened by the world's biggest ideas, innovations, and breakthroughs as you hear about them in talks from the planet's smartest people. Moses Neimer's three-day annual Idea City conference in Toronto has been called Canada's premier meeting of the minds, and we're glad to have your mind with us. In this episode of Idea City on the Air, Hazel McCallion speaks about good governance. Now, let's join Moses as he introduces Hazel to the stage. Hello, So, everybody knows Hazel. Hazel's a pinup girl and a cover girl of Zoomer magazine. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's an incredible layout. Um, And of course, everybody loves Hazel, which was proven in her astonishing political success. She was triumphant in 12 elections, one after another, achieving pluralities which I like to say rival those of Kim (laughs) Jong-un. And... Hazel has represented for us, I think, this is my opinion, decent economical government. Which is not to say that she's without vision. All you have to do is look to Mississauga and imagine what it was like when Hazel began her career. To know that there's lots of vision there, but without all the posturing and all the hysteria. So having learned about all the positives and the negatives that we've had expressed on this stage, Hazel's here to straighten all of us out. Thank you very much, Moses. Distinguished speakers, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's really a pleasure. You know, I enjoyed government. I started in government. I also started in hockey when it wasn't wasn't popular for a woman to be in politics or hockey. (laughs) Way back in 1940, I played professional hockey in Montreal. In in 1968, oh, by the way, I was paid $5 a game. (laughs) Just about what Gretzky is getting. And then in 1968, I decided after retiring from the business world to enter public office. The first time I ran, I was defeated because there were no women on the Streetsville Council and they wanted to know where this wild woman came from that wanted to get into the man's world of politics, really. That's what it was all about. Well, I went back and then since 1967, I have never looked back. I became mayor, uh, Reeve of Streetsville, mayor of Streetsville, 
And then along came regional government. And as a result, the wonderful little town of Streetsville disappeared and uh, became a part of the city of Mississauga. And then in 1978, I ran for mayor of Mississauga and retired in 2014. <laughs> it was a wonderful experience because uh, Mississauga was a rural community. I took Streetsville in debt-free into the city of Mississauga. The city of Mississauga was in debt, and I was determined to get it out of debt, and we did it. Mississauga remained debt-free as the sixth largest city in Canada until a couple of years ago when we borrowed money to try to convert all our street lighting to LED, which will be paid back in 10 years with the hydro, we will say. So you can run a, run a city like a business to a large degree. We were the only city in Canada that was debt-free. I ran on a platform of planning for people. So as a result, I took a city, I didn't, we did, we did, staff and council, took an area of 230,000 people and built it to 800,000, the sixth largest city in Canada, believing that we had to provide the services for the people and involve the people in the process. We never did any development in Mississauga that we didn't have public meetings to make sure that our residents were aware. And I can assure you, from my experience as mayor of a growing city, people don't want anything to happen. <laughs> I recall meeting some of the residents, I'll say, when did you move to Mississauga? They would say, you know, Madam Mayor, you're allowing too much development. You're allowing too many people in. We've got traffic problems, etc." I say, well, when did you move to Mississauga? Well, we moved about seven years ago. I said, that's when I should have put a fence around <laughs> Mississauga. See you. So good governance is talking to people. I had a TV show every two weeks and they could call me on any question. And I would answer if I knew the answer, but if I didn't, wasn't able to tell them exactly what the regulation was on an issue would raise, the staff would call back in the morning to give them the information. Communication is the success of any operation, any city, any organization, communication. Let me give you an example. As you remember, some of you might, that in 1979, we had a derailment in Mississauga. We evacuated 230,000 people of a population of 270,000. We told them, out you go. And they all went out. We closed the city down until we got control of the chlorine tank that had been punctured, etc. 
and the success of that, there was no, not even any uh, dishonest things that happened during that. The police protected us. There wasn't any ransacking of buildings and homes, etc. And we communicated with our people. We kept them completely up to date. And by the way, we monitored the press to make sure they gave out the right information <laughs> and didn't twist it in any way. Because, uh, and that was what I call the Mississauga miracle. And as a result of that derailment, the transportation of dangerous goods by land, air, and sea now is controlled by legislation. It wasn't before that. So, what is good governments all about? It's listening to the people, involving the people, trying to encourage them to become volunteers for one thing, but also to, be not, to serve on committees, etc., and to keep them well informed. I believe that's what democracy is all about, etc. But what disappoints me is the percentage of people that vote in a local election. We're lucky to get above 30% of the eligible voters. In a provincial and federal, it's higher, but not like it should be. You see, freedom sometimes <laughs> doesn't allow people to participate. We are free to vote. You're not mandated to vote. And sometimes I think it should be to vote. But you must be well informed just to vote. Coming up after the break. In either commerce or any other profession you're going to follow, be conscious of what's happening in your community and participate. Be conscious of what's happening in your, in your province. Be conscious and be aware of what's happening National. Welcome back to Idea City on the Air. You're listening to Hazel McCallion speak about good governance. Four levels of government in Canada. There's local government, regional government or county government, provincial government, and then federal government. And I'd explain the three, the four levels of government is, the local government has all the problems, because we're dealing every day with the people's needs. You know, making sure you have good water to drink, make sure there's parks, make sure there's libraries. We really give you the services at the local government. The provincial government, has all the authority. We are children of the province. We're not in the Constitution. Someday I hope that the Constitution might be opened up and local government will be a, have a position in the Constitution. So we can only do what the province allows us to do. And let me give you one example that you might be interested in. We cannot adopt a budget with a deficit. The province and federal government can. 
So the province, uh, provincial government says to us, do what I tell you to do, but don't do what we do. <laughs> because we don't have the authority. Every development plan that built the city of Mississauga that the, could it be appealed to the OMB. We, didn't, we, we don't have the final decision on development in a municipality. Even on my TV show, you know, it would phone up and ask about a provincial uh, matter. And I'd say, well, I'm sorry, the municipality doesn't deal with that. You'll, you should call your MPP. Oh, who's that? They don't, many citizens don't even know who their MPP or MP is. I think they know who their mayor is and usually they know who their councillor is, etc. But that shows the lack of knowledge of the different levels of government. Yesterday I was at the uh, convocation of uh, Department of Commerce of, of Ryerson University and I, and I I was a convocation speaker, so I said to the young people, uh, to the graduates, I said, you know, it is important for you to be a su success in either commerce or any other profession you're going to follow. Be conscious of what's happening in your community and participate. Be conscious of what's happening in your, in your province. Be conscious and be aware of what's happening nationally. You know, government is the last thing that people will think about until they get a tax bill. <laughs> and when they get a tax bill, oh then, yeah. And how many, uh, if you ever ask the people that phone you and say, you know, you're raising the taxes, Madam Mayor, I wouldn't dare ask them, did they vote in the last election? They don't hesitate to complain, but they don't get involved on election day to go out and vote. But not just to vote, that is not the importance. The importance is to be a knowledgeable voter that knows what the issues are and challenges the, the politicians. The other platform I ran on, I will spend your money the way I spend my money and that's seldom. <laughs> that really got over with the taxpayers. They, you know. Because today, integrity in government is extremely important. And I think the time has come for us to retain our democracy, retain the freedoms that we have. We have to get people more involved in government, more aware of the issues, and taking a stand on the issues not waiting for an election even to vote, but letting your member of parliament, your member of the legislature, and your local councillor or mayor know your position. Take the time to get involved in order to retain our democracy. I say to people that don't vote, you know, it's interesting. You don't vote, but what would happen if if a government had the gall to eliminate voting, I said, you would go up in arms. You love the privilege, but you don't use it, the freedom of voting. 
So what is good government all about? It's involving the people, making sure that they are fully informed of what you are attempting to do as a politician and to get them involved. Being out in your community, whether you're a local mayor, councillor, or MP, or MPP, you must be around and ask their opinions. Take time to know. It's, it's easy to know who the mayor is and the members of council. But I'm appalled at how many residents, even in my great city of Mississauga, doesn't know who their MP or MPP is. And they are the people that are making the decisions that are affecting you. It's very important that they, you know who they are. And so I say to you, good governments is involving the people, keeping them well informed, treating and spending their money in a very efficient and a way in which they would only spend their own money. It is so important. And so I encourage you to get involved to make sure you're well-informed. We, you know, we're very fortunate in this country. In my opinion, it is the best country in the world. And so to, 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 to illustrate the three levels of government, local government has all the authority to provide you with the services you get every day, other than hospitals and a few things like that. They're local, but they're... Pro Provincial government has all the authority, and the federal government has all the money. <laughs> so, about every dollar that you donate to taxes, 90 cents goes to the province and the federal government, and 10 cents goes for all the services that local government provides you. So, just remember, that local government is the voice of the people. And that voice has got to be heard and heard loudly on any issues. Make sure that you let your candidates running for office are aware of your feelings about the policy of the parties. Now, you might want to know what my politics is. I'm basically conservative with a liberal point of view, a great social conscience, and looking for a lot of reform in government. Thank you. Hazel. I'll take that. We have to take a picture. Thanks for listening to Idea City on the Air. Catch Moses Neimer's Idea City Conference live every June in Toronto or on regularly scheduled radio and TV shows throughout the year. And find hundreds of talks online every day at ideacity.ca. For more information about Idea City, find us online at ideacity.ca, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or youtube.com slash ideacity. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air.
and The Garden Show.